King in it. Rule your own world. We're going in, dear boys. Get puppy. And that was Baby Shark by Pink Fong. <laughs> we said this, I don't know if I said this last time, but I love how you're starting the songs and then you fade them out. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be the other way around, isn't it? You fade it out at the end when but it's finished. This is how uh, Amy FM goes. But do you know the reason why I played that song, Craig? Why? because it's, it's annoying AF. <laughs> and like, in about... Three hours, you'll be like washing the dishes, and you'll be like, "Baby, shark to do," and then your mum will be like, "Why are you singing that song for?" And you go, "Oh, the Kingly podcast," and she'll go, "Oh, what's that?" And then she'll tell all her friends, and then in about three days, we'll become famous podcasters just because of that song. Podcaster, you know what I mean? Good theory. Thank you. So, welcome back to the Kingly podcast, lads. Um, if this is brand new for you, my name is Craig, and this little fruit. Fridge magnet is Captain Bannister. Oh, just watch yourself there, Holmes. I wasn't actually sure what you were going to say then. <laughs> um, so this series that we're recording right now is our crazy journey through India. So this is the, I think this is the fourth episode, is it? No idea. Um, so in the last podcast, we talked about our first bad experience in Pushka in India. Um, we talked about the funniest day in India that involved pimping out our rickshaw and getting driven around by an 11-year-old chai seller with tattoos. And we also talked about what it's like as Westerners driving a local vehicle in this mental country. So if you haven't, go and listen to those other three episodes to catch up. Okay, so we owe people an apology, Craig. Why? Why do you think? Yeah, sorry lads, right? This Basically, we're, rec- we're recording this again, aren't we? Yeah. Oh my god! We oh. had some technical issues last week. Absolutely. Oh, they take like an hour and a bit to do these, so mm. you know, you've got to chat for that long. And usually, Craig does them like you know, one, oh, it's our job, isn't it? One, two o'clock, and I'm I'm ready for a nap about that time. Honestly, you know, I write all the notes. I've written a diary for six weeks. I set up the microphone whilst Amy watches TikToks. No, I... And I, then you show up and then you still complain. That is not true. You want to see what facts I got today? I got the baby sharks on going. I put a lot of thought <laughs> into that. I'll have you know. So, yeah, we... What did I say about putting your phone on bloody aeroplane mode? It's on aeroplane mode, look! Wi-Fi is still on, isn't it? Ah, oh, sh- a job banister. I don't know what that means. So, we're doing this one again. Um, to be honest, before we crack on with India, it's been a bit of a mental week, hasn't it? It is a weird time to be alive, Craig. I feel like we should um, maybe do some podcasts on all of this in the future. To lighten it a bit? Yeah. You're on about coronavirus, right? Oh, she said it, lads. I said the C word. Mum, I'm sorry. Drop the C bomb on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's turned our lives around, literally, in the last week. We had two barley tours that we were supposed to be running. We were going to take 14 people around one of our favourite places in the world. And um, it's all been cancelled. All gone tits up. It's gone tits up. Basically. So we've we've taken a big hit financially, which is a bit rubbish. But, you know, we'll bounce back. We can yeah. make money. We're, we're not the worst offest people. Oh, my God. Worst offest. We're not, we're not the people that are worst off. 
Yeah, that's, that was right. That's right, yeah. A lot of small businesses and everything are going to be closing because of this. You know, everyone's taking it. Everybody in the world has been affected by this yeah. right now in one way or another. It's mad because, yeah, I'm literally, I'm, I'm thinking of friends and I'm messaging friends and thinking, I wonder how they're doing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this is like really bad for me because of this. And yeah, there's, I've got friends who are nurses, friends who are, you know, teachers or my mum works in a school. My dad works in a police station. And it's just, yeah, it's kicking off, isn't it? It is. So I just want to take this time. This is where we end it to make sure that everybody's okay. You know, there is loads of King in it vlogs out there. So just start from the beginning, quarantine yourself, isolate yourself, stick yourself in your home and just have a good time. Have, have, have a rest. Have a rest. Take it easy. And hopefully this podcast is taking your eyes from away from screens because we've been doing a lot, a lot of Netflix, haven't we? I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I think you need to speak for yourself. Love is blind. Hashtag. I have never seen that. You got, oh, is that that? Oh, you're such well, you a went woman. to Iceland, didn't you? You left me on my own for a week with a little dog. I came back. I'm like, oh, should we watch this? Seen it. Oh, yeah. uh, what about this one? Seen it. <laughs> Literally, this boy did nothing when I was away. He oh, sat whatever. on the sofa no, with I my didn't. schnoodle, That's not Molly, true. and watched Netflix the whole time. <laughs> That's not true. So um, yeah. I did yoga and that as well. Fabulous. But yeah, if you if you haven't seen it though, I'm not I'm not being funny. Love is blind. What a great show. You mentioned it to me before. I took one look at it. I go, no, I'm not going to waste my life watching that. And yeah, do you the, even ever, probably singing the theme tune? Is that on your phone? Is that your ringtone? Oh, I don't even know what the theme tune is. You love is. it. Stop it. But the thing is, with those kind of shows, what I love about it is like, it's a psychological experiment, isn't it? I don't know. I've never seen it. So if you haven't seen it, the premise of the show is... Hang on. This is an India podcast. Like. <laughs> no, we did. Let me just tell the people. So they've got two people and they have to go in a pod and they can't see the other person and they go on dates. It's like speed dating. And then they get to know each other. And like literally within four days, people are like, I love you. It's mental. Absolute trash TV. And then they end up like proposing and then they have to go and get married and meet their family and tell them what's happened. It's, ma- it's mental, lads. I'd quite like to see that bit. It's, I love a good wedding. Trust me, the twists and turns in that show will oh, have you going, Oh, the, dra- oh! the drama. Pure drums. Okay. Anyway. So we wake up in Jodhpur. Jodhpur. Where's that on the map? It's by the... I, I'm not sure how many KMs it is away from where we've been, but it's it's about halfway between Agra and Jaisalmer. Yeah, because everyone knows where they are. Sure, we're kids. So Agra is like in the centre of the north, okay. and Jaisalmer is on the west side. West So we wake up in Jodhpur after what? our mad time in the Blue City. What did... Oh, right, okay, in the Blue City, right. She hasn't got a clue where we are. I'm just trying to... Because we've recorded this before, I forget which bit we're on. <laughs> so we, we... I woke up with explosive diarrhoea. Oh, for God's um, sake. <laughs> and this is where it kind of started for me. It just got worse and worse. Why did um, you have that? Did you eat something bad? Oh, probably. We did go ham on the street food the day before, remember? That was you again. You had a little tickle, though. Remember, you were eating all kinds of yogurts and stuff. Oh, and that fella gave us some freebies. He was lovely. You owned like this little marketplace, and they had lots of different bits and pieces, and they were giving us stuff and then laughing. And I was like, <laughs> "Hmm, we're either going to shit our pants tomorrow, or this is going to be very hot." <laughs> you knew what was coming because I did. No, I didn't. But I had diarrhea. Anyway, so we wake up in Jodhpur, and then we go to. Um, a famous place in Joppa called the um, Gypsy Restaurant. Yes, Craig. And you had like, because we were having Tarly's in, in Delhi and Agra, but you had like the best one we'd had. So a Tarly is like, um, you get like 
like a big silver plate and then you get all these little silver pots with like lots of different things in them like different um curries there's like dolls just the best food you've ever tasted they do it so well if you go to india even if it's just for the food please go just Mm. go and go to this gypsy restaurant so i googled it and it, it it's up there yeah, it's nothing special. Like you walk in, like no offense, gypsy restaurant, nothing. But you go in, and you know, for the raving reviews, you'd expect it to be spectacular. But you just go in, you get a little booth, and they bring it all over. What do you have, Craig? A bowl of pasta. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, oh shit! You you really missed out. I really missed out because yeah. of yeah. Cause I was gutted. I had a little taste of your like little bean dish you had, and it was unbelievable. But oh, my unbelievable. stomach was just like, nah, mate. I will be firing us out. I should have been born in India. Why I should have been born Indian. Because I love party food and things like that. And that's party just food. Party food. Party. Party food. Excuse me. Party party food. <laughs> I, I love a party food, me. I sound like I'm trying to be posh. Party food. <laughs> that's not how I speak. <laughs> like, you know, bits of this and bit of that and a bit of that. You know, whack it all on one plate. And that's what they do with Tali's. But they're just sensational. Like, I cannot... The, the flavours and the spices and the textures and everything, spot on, Craig, spot on. So we had a crack, well, you had a cracking start, didn't you? I did have a cracking start. Although I wasn't that hungry, like, because we were eating, like, so little on the road, because we had to make up time in this rickshaw, we, ow, my elbow, we, we didn't eat a lot, so our bellies were, like, tiny, so I couldn't finish it, and I remember having, ooh, that's what it's called, oh my god, just came to my brain, gulab jamming. That's what it's <laughs> called. Yeah, yeah. So they're like little... Gulab be jamming. Round balls of like dough mm-hmm. soaked in syrup, I think. Yeah. And I couldn't fit it in. So I wrapped it up in a in a serviette and put it in my pocket to take it away. Fantastic story, mate. But that was... That's not the end of it. Inspirational. Go on. I was in the back of the rickshaw, just minding my own business while you were driving us. And uh, my elbow touched my leg and I was like, oh, what's that? Wet. It was me gulab in my pocket. It had soaked through the whole thing. I was like, oh, shit. I forgot it was in there. What a plot twist. So I had to. Just sort of suck the dungarees and the syrup. And that's how we lived. Did you just burp? <laughs> no, I didn't want that was. Something came out of my Little throat. dinosaur. Um, so there we go. Are you hungry? No, I've just eaten. Uh, Amy made us a lovely little plant-based dish with fish cakes, etc. <laughs> so we're back on the roads. We're in Chapati. My stomach's a bit sketchy. And we, we actually had to drive about 300 kilometers to yes. get to Jaithalmer. Whoa. But it was the cruisiest drive we had on the whole trip. I don't know if you remember it. Remember when we were driving in the sunset? Into Aww. the sunset. Oh, I drove. It was so quiet that Amy drove. Uh, Amy took the mic. <laughs> Did um, you feel for your life? <laughs> no, oh, a little bit. M- more so when we were approaching Pushka. Remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> I strongly remember that. There was a truck coming and she can see him in the mirror. She's like, oh, okay, he's getting closer. He's getting closer. And then he had a horn. I was like, beep, 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 beep. And you're like, oh, that's me done. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like they, they just drive so fast and then they'll slam their brakes on. We're just a little tin cake box, you know. That's how we're you just drive. in it. Yeah, but in a normal car. And then, yeah, so I thought he wasn't going to put his brakes on and then he, he put his horn on and I was like, oh, oh fuck, <laughs> So, yeah, it was amazing. Like, considering how populated India is and most of the places that we went, mm. 
those roads were empty. It was getting quite late, but there yeah. was like we saw one rickshaw every twenty minutes, and they were amazing. lovely roads, weren't they? Mm. Like really, like wide and long, and yet we were driving into the sunset to get where we were going. It was beautiful, mm. really nice. It was so we were driving uh, west, heading towards uh, the Tar Desert. So it started becoming really like sandy, didn't mm-hmm. it? And mm-hmm. it was just like a strip of road just went and went through like a whole thing of sand and it was just a Big few dunes, little shacks yeah. on the way. Like proper like to paint the picture, like orange sand. That mm. like that you know, it wasn't like yellow, like Barry Island. Not, it wasn't yellow sand, it was orange sand. <laughs> Thought you need to know that. Great picture painting. <laughs> um so yeah, we, we ended up getting there like pretty late. It was like nine thirty at night. But we booked this place that was two pound fifty a night. Absolute bargain. And we we didn't quite know how incredible the views were. So if if you're not familiar with Jaiselmer, if you've never been, let me give you a little picture. So it's actually a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and it's a fort that just kind of comes out of nowhere in the desert, isn't it? Yes, there is a fort there. Yeah. Yeah, and all the places you can st- you can actually stay in there, which it's is humongous. Yeah, it's basically like. Um, the biggest council estate you've ever seen. <laughs> council estates. You know, bigness. What's the word I'm looking for? Size. <laughs> In size, like you're looking at, it's big. And it's absolutely incredible. You, you rock up and you're like, can you stop? Hang on, just to clarify, this isn't a council estate in India. No, no, I'm going to go on and say, on. you rock up and you think, wow, there must be like a king and a queen that live in that castle. <laughs> fort, um, and then you go on booking.com, no ads, um, and they say you can actually stay there. And you go to book it, and it's £2.50 a night, and you are like, shut up, can we stay there? It was absolutely incredible, wasn't it? It was mad. So yeah. beautiful. Like, nowhere we've seen before. Like, if you if you picture, like, Aladdin, the the, the Disney film, yeah, and good... going through all those, and that's how it looked, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was, like, sandy, dusty buildings, like, all stacked on top of each other. And it, like, spirals all the way up to this fort where there's, like, a, a high point. Mm-hmm. And our, basically, our hotel was that high point. Yeah, it was amazing. So we had breakfast for, like, a quid on this rooftop. Just on the corner. Yeah. And we the drop was by us. You know, we could just look over. You could see the whole city. It was it was awesome. Yeah. So if you ever go, Soraya Paying Guest House is where we stayed. And it was £2.50 a night. Amazing. And, um, but it was a bit dangerous, though. The ceilings were quite low. I nearly killed myself twice i like knocked myself out on the ceiling Ooh. went to go in the bathroom do you remember that no I cracked my head on the door frame and went down literally fell over oh no i don't remember probably on tiktok <laughs> so the plan in jai salma so the reason people go there is that you can do like a, a desert camping experience right so do you remember the fella in our hotel was like Oh, so romantic, billion star hotel. Yes. Madame. We knew we wanted to do it, didn't we? But the guy who sort of owned our hotel was so cute. He was lush. He was old. And we were like, oh, he's a baby, isn't he? Mm. So he was like trying to sell us this tour. And we, we were planning on going ourselves. But then obviously, you're not going to get a rickshaw up a sand dune, are you? Mm. That is the type of thinking that it would try and do. So he was like, yeah. Well, how much was it? 20 quid? It was 20 quid each. So it was four, 40 quid. Pricey for India. So at breakfast, he twisted our arm and we booked in with him. And we never then, do that. Why did we do that? It's because we just thought he was cute. We thought he was cute, yeah. Yeah. Um, you gifted the gab, see? Yeah, he was salesman. very good. He was oh, good. Cause, he's Indian. Because he was, he was saying, you know, you can ride a camel and stuff. But we'd seen the camels in Pushka and we knew it would be the same. That's right, yeah. Mm. You can do this tour 
and you can get taken into the desert by a camel and then stay the night. And if you do that, just send me your, just send me your address. Why? What are you going to do? Kneecap them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the poor camels are not treated very well. No, and it's boiling and they've got all these things and they've got fat people on their backs and it's just like, it's not cool. Yeah. It is not cool. There is some, there's some tourist portions in there. Porky pies. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy sold us this tour at breakfast. We were like sick. We got the whole day to relax. Tomorrow we'll go on his tour. And from the beginning, when we bought the rickshaw, we wanted to get it change we wanted to change the color didn't we yeah yeah we bought it yeah because because it is yellow and green and it is the same as all of the rest of the the rickshaws in india basically mm. and our name that we came up for um our rickshaw was chapati bandita mayonnaise yes chapati being one of our favorite indian breads yeah beautiful bandita being a name that we googled as one of the most popular indian female names yeah and mayonnaise just for the lol it just went you know <laughs> So we were like, let's just smoothed on over it all and just brought it together. <laughs> so we wanted to to get a sprayed white, um, and we found like this industrial estate in Jaisalmer with like people like selling bits and bobs for rickshaws, and there was like spray shops and stuff yeah. on there where well, we you, thought there would be. You ask one person, and they go, "I know a guy. Come with me." Yeah. So we were taken there, but yeah, yeah. we ended up in this guy's garden. Yeah, his little beautiful back garden with his trees and that. <laughs> it was so weird. There was a police officer there who was vouching for him, saying he was the best spray painter in town. He didn't have any examples of his work, no pictures, nothing. Nothing. And we just, we, we, we said how much, and he said 100 quid. Well, it was like rupees or whatever. Yeah. What is it in India? I've forgotten already. Rupia? Yeah. Yeah. And we said, all right, let's do it. Yeah, we kind of set ourselves like a budget and we were like, if it's over £100, we won't go for it. But it was £100, we thought, yeah, okay then, we'll, we'll do it. Mm. So we left it with the fellow because we were going to go to the desert uh, the next day. That's right, yeah. I know, it was that It was that night. I was worried though because it was just an open garden. Yeah. You didn't have like a spray booth or like, <laughs> you know, like an oven that you're supposed to go and heat them in. Just this back garden. So if a leaf had fallen on it, <laughs> in fact... They might... Oh, no. <laughs> That's true. We've got a roof, haven't we? There was all kinds of flies about as well. Yeah. I think he did a good job, though. Oh, I mean, we'll go on to when we picked it up, but he smashed it. Yeah, okay. So, um... You can come again. <laughs> so, this is a diary extract. So, what I did, if you have just found this episode, is I've, I kept a diary every day in India. So, this is the extract from our safari experience. They've 100% tuned, down, tuned out if this is the first one that they found. What? <laughs> We're talking about all kinds. That's what a podcast is, though, isn't it? Yeah, why not? Today we headed out to the desert for a safari experience. It took us to some local villages en route, which was very strange. The kids were tapping our pockets, asking for money. The kids were tapping our pockets, asking for money, and the parents looked like they didn't want us there. We arrived at the camp, which was right next to the road and a fence. So basically, when we turned up, he pulled up in the car, didn't he? Mm. We popped over this fence about 20 metres. And then he chucked a carpet on the floor. <laughs> well, go from the beginning. So the children. So the, yeah. the way they kind of sold, sold this to you is that, you know, we're not just going to take you to a camp and you go and sleep for the night. We're going to take you to some local villages. And the guy that took us actually lived in one of these villages. And he was like, oh, I'd love to show you my home and that. And we were like, fab, this would be great. Um, and then when we got there, I think we just realized quite quickly that it was a bit of a tourist trap, wasn't it? Mm, it was. 
So I think what happened was usually they would get like a big tour group. So I was thinking about this the other day. Mm. I think usually they'd have like 20 people who would go and there was a camel who was like tied up with a sign next to him. Yeah. And I think they're just used to like big tourist groups going because it was just the two of us. It was the same thing, but just even yeah. more concentrated yeah. on us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really weird because having the rickshaw, we were able to drive around and we, we did end up in small villages and, and there yeah. was people who genuinely wanted to say hello and like, bring you in their house and have selfies and things like that but you could tell that these people they they were used to tourists coming by yeah and i think that the older people and the mums and dads were were pissed Mm. that it happens but they would just send their children over to you so as soon as you came they must know the van and they came straight over like there was little girls trying to take my rings off and yeah Mm. trying to get in our pockets and things and it was just such a shame craig it was was such a shame because like i truly wanted to like experience their sort of living because they're um they move around don't they Mm. um with the with the weather is it so yeah the first the first place that we went there was they were almost like the equivalent of like gypsy travelers in the uk where they have these little huts that they pack up and they move around Mm. and then the next kind of ones we went to they built mud houses and there was all these different kinds of houses and yeah just seeing where they lived in like little one bedroom things and Mm. It was cool. It was really cool to see. Yeah. But yeah, it the downside, they just, yeah, they just tried to sell us things. and. But they did have a goat and he was like a dog. He let you smooth his head oh and that and he was God. like really soft and cute. Yeah. And the kids were incredible. Yeah, like just, they were cute. Oh, they were lush. But none of them had any shoes. And, you know, I can understand why they why they would try to make money from us. But I just don't think we expected it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we turned up. In this billion star hotel that cost us 40 quid, which yeah. should have been about a fiver. Mm. The worst part is we, we could have got there in Chapati. Chapati. We could have driven there, but we wouldn't have had a piss blanket to lie on. Okay. <laughs> so so, uh, so the guy stops halfway through, picks up a bunch of blankets, all good, um, carry on driving. So yeah, we've stopped. And if you look directly to your right, there's a fence. <laughs> and then just past that fence is the beginning of the desert. That's where we're staying. I was expecting, like, when I Googled it, there was, like, you know, big, like, white cloths, white gazebos, like, huge ones that you stay in and fire pits with, like, servers. And, mm. I mean, 40 quid's quite a lot in India. Mm. I wouldn't have put it past it that that's what we were getting. Oh, we, we paid for the piss hotel, We did we? pay for the piss hotel. I wish I'd have known that. Um, so, yeah, that that's not what we got. <laughs> Um, he popped the blankets down. We didn't realise until we actually went to get in them that they smelled like piss. Um, but yeah, lovely guy until he started eating. Well, no, we, the first guy we had was really nice. Um, and then he left and he left us with his mate. That's he right. He said it was his cousin, yeah. his cousin brother. Cousin brother, yeah, standard. Um, and then he started cooking for us. He was throwing these like little pasta shells in a in a saucepan. Now, no, they weren't shells, were they? They were like... <laughs> Tubes. Tubes, like pasta tubes. I can't think of the pasta name for it now. What is it? <laughs> the pasta name? Yeah. It's not like... Fusely. No, that's the spirally one. That's the spirally one. one, yeah. It's this, this little tubes. People would know that. Yeah. Um, Penne, is that it? Yes, that's right. Penne pasta. Well done. Um, and yeah, so we'd put them in oil and they would grow. <laughs> they would literally grow to like the size of your arm. <laughs> like your forearm they were massive and i was so intrigued i was like i can't wait to try these they're incredible give me one let me try it (laughs) him sitting little cross-legged humming to himself and yeah it was 
It was nice. So we had forearm-sized magic pasta for dinner. Which would break your teeth. It was, yeah. They were like, if you left a quaver there for four years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. He did whip up some decent pakoras, though. Yeah, yeah. He did make pakoras. And we met a dog, which we named Pakora because we gave her one. She was so tired. Oh, she was laying down. Her. I had to put it by her mouth and she, like, licked it in. Yeah, bless her. Oh, don't, don't talk about the dogs, Craig. <laughs> So anyway, we're in the desert. We're like, right, rubbish situation. Well, it's not that bad now. It progressively gets worse. We have the forearm pasta. Yeah. And he's singing like a little Indian song. We're like, oh, this is quite nice. Yeah. So there's us and there's him. Yeah. So he's there. Um, <laughs> so romantic. So, yeah. <laughs> and then um, about 20 meters away, these lads just come bombarding over a sand dune, laughing their heads off, sliding down it. Like they were on a bachelorette or something. Billion Star Hotel. I literally, they were like, you won't see anyone for miles. And there's there's them. And I was like, oh, we've got a company. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we, we did have a really nice sunset, actually, which was great. And then we headed back then to our little camp. And then we climbed it. Well, no, we, have, we haven't finished yet. We So we were eating our food. And when we kind of were halfway through eating, your man who was cooking, mm. he starts eating, doesn't he? Doesn't he? <laughs> Like his mother never taught him any manners. Honestly. The little wildebeest. If I could have recorded that, you would, and I played it, you'd probably be sick listening to it. It was disgusting. <laughs> he, was an, um, he was an absolute animal. I mean, I, I don't care that much. Uh, no, it doesn't. It was mean, bad because you, you don't care. Yeah. Oh my God, it was disgusting. <laughs> I don't understand how you can't hear that when you're eating it and making those like noises. Like slopping it around. That's slopping what it, it is. He was like, <clears throat> like that. Like he'd never eaten in his life. And he was cooking it. So uh, that was the first bit. We like we either laugh or we cry. So we we picked up our blankets and put them a little bit further away, didn't we? Mm. And then we realised, oh, they smell like piss. Stank a piss. Who's peeing on them? <laughs> like, what are you doing? You got all that desert. Like, if you needed the toilet to go somewhere. I reckon they're just like old mattresses from when their old relatives die and they, they're on their last dying breath and they're wetting themselves. That is exactly what it was. Yeah. It must have been because it was fausty and pissy and not for 40 quid. He's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. So, just, um, but yeah, just popped us down on the floor. We're trying to pull some, some pluses out of this. What we always say is we always do this really wrong so you don't have, ever have to do it yes. as badly as we do. That's a plus. But the plus we got was that the, the sky was super clear mm-hmm. so we got to see we did get to see a billion stars yeah but then just as we were about to drift off your man 10 foot away from us starts snoring like a water buffalo oh my god i know it was horrendous we he must have just gone to sleep like that he was out mate because i gave him a beer as well oh so he drank the whole thing and he was gone gone so, so yeah. yeah how far away were we like 10 foot about 10 foot yeah and it was really really romantic the whole thing <laughs> definitely worth 40 quid <laughs> if you've got it if you've just got to spare 40 quid lying about de- definitely do it worth every penny <laughs> but there was a saving grace to this the experience. silver lining so the sun came up and it was quite cold in the morning so i i got up and as i looked like as the sun was coming up over the little sand dune there was a silhouette of a bloody camel so i legged it over and there was camels from the other camp. They had, they did have ropes between their legs, so they couldn't like run off, yeah, like short ropes. But they were just like eating the grass and the bushes. And um, I was like pulling bits of the bush off and feeding it to them, and they were eating. It was so amazing. So I went over and well, gave me up with a flip flop, with a fake phone call on the flip flop. 
if you haven't seen the vlog, go and see it. Like, <laughs> everyone laughs so much at that part. I pretended Amy's mum was on the phone and I gave her a flip-flop, pretended it was my phone. And she was like, hello, hello, mum. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> so, yeah, that was wicked, wasn't it? Because, like, we spent about half an hour with these camels. They were just wandering about and we took some photos. It, and... does, it doesn't seem like that much, but honestly, it was probably one of my favourite parts yeah. of the whole trip. Like, because we, we wanted to see them in the wild, but obviously, you know, you think about India and it's just never going to... I don't think there is any wild camels anywhere. But this is as close as you could get because it was just us at this point mm. and these camels and it was in the middle of the desert. I think your dog's dying over there. Sorry about that. Okay, more. <laughs> yeah, but like we woke up and it was like there was a chill in the air. Now, bearing in mind, we've we've gone down south a little bit now and as as we're making our way to the south, it is getting warmer and warmer. So when we woke up and there was a chill in the air, you know, to touch the sand around you, it was cold it was so silent and it was like mm. pink and purple. Like the atmosphere was just so incredible. It was class. And then like you could whisper to these camels and like you could hear it. It was so, so silent. It was just, it was beautiful. Yeah, that was, that was, oh, a, was one of the top moments in India, wasn't uh-huh. it? It was gorgeous. Super cool. Yeah. So then your man wakes up and he makes us like 32 slices of dry white toast with jam. Was it bubblegum jam Pro- this time? Probably, Craig. I don't know what on earth <laughs> India's doing. Just, I, I was eating it for about a week thinking, what on earth is this flavour? And then it came to me, it's bloody bubblegum. Bubblegum. <laughs> Can't be good for you, but that's all we got. Obviously, I don't want to mention it, but being vegan and that... You know, we couldn't have like eggs or a, a lot of things that you would normally have for breakfast. So yeah, bu- eggs. Yeah, that that normal people would have. Oh right. So we had bubblegum jam on toast. <laughs> so yeah. But, yeah, Pakora came back then. Oh, she yeah, sat she by us, and we just fed her most of it. That was lovely. But yeah. it was really hard leaving her though. Yeah. But you know, what would we have done? I, like I would have happily just taken her. And just had her in the rickshaw for the whole time we were there and then somehow got her back to the UK. But remember I said she might just have an owner. She might be used to that life and she might belong to one of the camps and they would just be like, where's Pakora gone then? Maybe. Those two white people stole her. That's why I wouldn't take her, see, just in case she had a family. It is sad though. So yeah, that was our desert experience. Um, yeah. But yeah, we had something to look forward to that day. We were going back to pick up Chapati and oh. see her new spray job. And holy shit, we didn't get his name. But if we got his contact details somewhere, a little card or something, he did a sterling job. Sterling. It was like top quality spray. Mm. Yeah, like he obviously really patched it up over all the black bits really well and got, you know, the bits that needed spray and spray and didn't go out the lines, nah. Patched it up? (laughs) Like, you know, with sellotape. Oh, you mean like mask style? Mask, yeah. mask, did it all out, okay, yeah. yeah. Did a really good job. Top, just like proper professional. And, you know, by the time it hits like 10 o'clock in India, it's 40 degrees. So mm. it was dry, wasn't it? Yeah. It <laughs> was dry. It dried so good. Ready for us, yeah. So, yeah, so the next the next plan, we, we'd made it all the way as far west as we wanted to go. And now it was time, time was running out for us, basically. We were, this was the 9th of March and we had to get 
to the south by the 5th of April. That was when we were flying out. Okay. So time was ticking. Mm, and we didn't was. really have a plan at this point either, did we? I don't think so, because we spent so long getting that rickshaw, as I've mentioned before. It really just ate into our time. Mm. And we didn't want to have to rush it all, you know. India's huge. This is it such is massive. a such a big challenge for us to do. We wanted to give ourselves enough time, because obviously, you know, we just finished the Mongol rally, and we knew how stressful it was having to just constantly be in the car or constantly hitting a checkpoint at some at some point in the day. So, yeah, it was tough. Mm. So, yeah, so we picked up Chapati and we started heading south. So um, the next day we drove to a place called Sanchor, which was in the middle of nowhere. Oh, is that the one where we arrived super late? Yeah. And then they wanted like £18 or something for us to stay in this place because mm-hmm. they knew it was late and they knew that we'd have to pay it, but we didn't, did we? No. We were like we always find ourselves in these situations, Craig. Like driving until the early hours, and then we're like, right, we need somewhere to stay. But then there's nowhere, so we just have to keep driving, and you just get so tired, and mm. it's tough. Tough what we put ourselves through. I know. Well, this trip nearly killed me. Yeah. Um, and this is this is the start of when yeah it got really bad for me. So we left Sancho and we headed for Ahmedabad. That was the next big city we were heading for. So left to get to Ahmedabad but didn't get too far. The roads were absolutely shite for the first half. Dropped the battery pack out of the rickshaw and it exploded into oh. pieces, which meant no music or internet for the drive. Today was a struggle after waking up to a bubblegum jam sandwich and a shit cup of tea. <laughs> Standard! <laughs> so many selfie requests on the roads and the motorway and people frantically trying to pull us over. Not so fun when you're tired and hungry. Mm. We stopped at McDonald's for some chips and ended up at a Piaggio garage. Uh, slash showroom as the owner wanted to meet us and have pictures oh yeah yeah i just want to like reiterate we were so tired weren't we mm. like whether it was sleeping on a pissy blanket in a desert <laughs> or or not getting to places late and then sleeping on the hardest bed or sleeping somewhere where you just worried there's bed bugs and you just it's oh, it's just not your own house you know what i mean mm. and, and obviously we're trying to do this as cheap as possible so the places are dingy and they might smell and then you have diarrhea in the middle of the night. And yeah, the, it, all of it just becomes one big thing. And and then when people ask you for selfies the next day, you just want to kneecap someone, don't you? <laughs> you kneecapped like... a lot of people in India, didn't you? She's wanted. <laughs> but yeah, it, it really grinds on you after a while. Mm. Um, just because there's so many people all, everywhere, always, you know, and you're doing something that's a bit different, you know. Two Westerners driving a rickshaw through India. You don't see it every day. So no. people do want selfies and, and you know, that's their right. But once you've you know, once you've done thirty by twelve o'clock, you're like <laughs> It's literally I like can't, that as well. I can't. Like if we put all of the selfies in the series that actually happened, it would be like a forty five minute vlog per, per go. It would. It would We we only put a handful in, but it was just a constant thing. But like you this said This was actually the vlog that we totted them up. I yeah, can't remember what yeah. it came to, but... In McDonald's. So even... <laughs> we were trying to just buy some chips. We the... were starving, weren't we? And there yeah. was nowhere, like, to just stop and eat. Well, there was, but I just... I, I felt so rough that I just wanted some, like, simple food, like yeah, plain potatoes. Chips, yeah. And even the guy who was serving us was taking photos of us through the window. <laughs> and then, so and we're, then it... we're in the drive through now. And to our left, there should be nobody. But there's two guys with phones taking photos. And then to our right is the server, who's also got his photo, his phone out taking photos. We were just like, oh, my God. I know. And tr- it was the funniest thing, though. This is a really funny vlog. Like, trying to... Because he didn't speak English, the server. And obviously, we didn't speak 
was it Hindi or yeah Hindi yeah and yeah trying to get him to know what meals we wanted oh yeah and I was trying to order water and the guy next to me spoke English so I was going water he's going no I was like water and, and I said to the guy water he goes water I was like water he's like oh water <laughs> yeah. we were like what's water in Hindi and he was going water oh water and we're like oh right okay but yeah water. two of those <laughs> two waters please Sylvie play yeah <laughs> lord knows what we ended up with and I was just, he was just like he asked them and I was like yeah one of them we ended up with an aloo wrap aloo wrap Whatever that is. Not a clue. So, yeah, this is just us trying to get some food. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Imagine An everyday task. If you went to McDonald's here and tried to get chips, nothing would happen. Yeah. But we ended up having 30 selfies, going to a garage to yeah. meet the owner of Piaggio <laughs> and having a certificate ceremony. Yeah. So when we picked our food up at the next stop, uh, your man, who was on our left, just got in, got into the rickshaw and told us he was taking us to his uh, Piaggio garage which was across the road he was very excited that we owned our own and that he had a rickshaw garage so he got in we had no time to eat our food even though we were absolutely starving and uh yeah ended up over there and loads of people came to greet us you know we went in i don't know what they expected us to buy another one or something but Mm. went into the manager's office sat down on these big chairs you know and they just they just wanted to talk didn't they yeah it was nice and and i think if you it teaches you to be really patient, doesn't yeah. it, in India? Because if you, like, get annoyed with people, you will have a really bad day. Yeah. Because I think their whole, their whole like, country is built off, like, community mm. and people just being together and people knowing people's business. Yeah. But in a nice way. So if you, if you like, want space, you're not going to get it. So if you get annoyed with that, you're, like, constantly having a battle with yourself. With do you know yourself, what I mean? yeah. That's and, it. Yeah, so you just got to, like, laugh and enjoy it and yeah. you'll have a good time. Because they only mean kindness and yeah. happiness and mm. they're just intrigued, Yeah, you know? Nobody was ever unkind to us, you know? Yeah, no, they weren't. We, we were really lucky, actually. Yeah, everybody would just, yeah. yeah. They just wanted to know everything, which, obviously, you know, we were just, like, a bit too tired to tell everybody every single day, you know? Yeah. So we were slowly making our way down, so I'll read the next two days out. So day 33, we drove the last 90 kilometres to Ahmedabad and checked in to the Fab Hotel. I was up all night with diarrhoea again and felt like shit, so we decided to take two days off, some downtime, and to edit. Are you yawning? No. I'm trying to read my diary by you, love. It's nap time, Craig. I told you in the beginning. <laughs> oh, the Fab Hotel was fab, yeah. Yeah, there was I a can't... wedding going on, which we tried to get invited to, but we didn't. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, you're getting married. I'd love to go to an Indian wedding. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to go and buy a new dress and wasn't in Tumbleweed. <laughs> okay, then have a nice okay, time. Okay, bye. Have a nice we'll time. just go to our hotel room on our own. <laughs> in a foreign place. Day 37, Ahmedabad. Woke up feeling weak and pitiful, but managed to survive the day. Headed to a local market, which was fun. Amy bought a sari for eight quid. And a copper tried charging us a thousand rupees for driving up the wrong way down a street. Oh, yeah. Ate at a cafe called The Greenhouse, which was nice but pricey. Attempted to drive our rickshaw to an outdoor cinema, but they wouldn't let us in because you, you needed our four wheels. Mm. Tried to find a night market, but got severely lost. Tomorrow we head to the beaches. That was a day and a half, wasn't it? I loved Ahmedabad. Yeah, it was all right. It was so hot, though. You remember oh, how hot it was? Yeah. Jeez Louise. I don't know why I only had, like, dungarees full length <laughs> yeah no they were right when we were up north but as soon as you got down there you were struggling struggles yeah 
But you know me, I'm at home whenever you get to the city, any kind of market, that's a bit of me. Go to market, go to market. Stop it, Craig, that's a TikTok, like, <laughs> oh my God, don't. Don't go on TikTok because it will invade your brain. I wake up at three o'clock saying stuff like that. What else do you say? Don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Nobody's going to know what this means. And also, somebody can eat her, she's dancing like a stripper. Hey! <laughs> All right, stop. So we went to the market and yeah, I got a sari. So I wanted to buy like a sari anyway. Not that I had anywhere to wear it and I was just going to wear it anywhere, but it got hot and I couldn't put it on. I actually had no idea how you wrapped it up. I tried it, got up a YouTube video, none of it. So um, I went in, there was loads of different ones, but there was like this lime green one, obviously that stood out to me. And that's the one I ended up getting, which is really cool. I've still got it. It's still upstairs in my bedroom. Have you? Of course I have, yeah. You need to try and get it on then. Yeah, I think maybe for Halloween I might like go as like a dead sorry woman or something. <laughs> dead sorry woman. Too much? <laughs> Bit heavy like. Mm-hmm. So that's it for now. That That's as far as we've got because the next episode we head to Mumbai. And loads of shit goes down in Mumbai. Oh. I'd live in Mumbai. I tell you what, that that city is, it's like getting teleported to another planet. You think? It's like the whole city is like covered in smog, first of all. So you can't see the sky, even when it's like a sunny day. It's like a grey mm. mist. And there's just so many people everywhere, like everywhere. You remember when we first pulled up? No. Like in the in the big streets when we were trying to get to that hotel and we were right in the centre oh, of like sake. there was like fifty five <sighs> delivery trucks, a thousand rickshaws. There's no road, like there's no room on the road for you. Yeah, <laughs> there's like, things parked and just yeah, traffic and then there's stalls of like markets coming out onto the road and there's carts and well, I don't think there was any bulls there, was there? Yeah, yeah, in Mumbai as well, yeah. Just in the middle of the city, yeah. And they had pink rickshaws, didn't they? Yeah. That was the, kind of like their Uber, I guess. Yeah. Really cool. So each city we found as we were going down, they'd have different coloured rickshaws for each place. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like driving around like a, a human ant farm. Yeah, that was mad because... Like, you'll go down this one main road, and then, obviously, there's bridges above you, and there's stuff to the left and to the right of you, and then there's, like, a roundabout, but it's not a proper roundabout, and cars come from every angle. Yeah, you did so well driving. I would never have got in that rickshaw and driven it in Mumbai. Not a chance. When I look back at that footage in Mumbai, I'm honestly like, how did I do it? It's so loud. I just got in the flow. It was mental. You just knew. You were very... You were, like... And natural. Wow. <laughs> oh shit, I should have said. I fucking have to wish my boys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my boys like that. Yeah. Oh, Mumbai, special place. Yeah. Real special Amazing. place. Amazing. So that'll be the next podcast. Um, so yeah. Right, so before we shoot off, Captain B has got some Fizax for us. What you got? This is like, I think people tune in for the fact times on these things. But as we go on... You mean it, the, the it, bullshit times? It is harder and harder to find facts on India, believe it or not. Um, so, I just want to ask you this question. You'd think... I think the answer's different than what you think it might be. Mm-hmm. So, um, how old do you think India actually is? The funny thing is, this is the second time recording this podcast, and you've already asked me this, and I still don't know. I was going to say, I'm hoping you forgot, because <laughs> I, I forgot. You're like 350,000... 
years old. No. Um, archaeologists have found human remains in India dating back to approximately 30,000 years ago. Is that all? That's all. Yeah. That's quite young, isn't it? Yeah. It is said that in that time, it was not established as a country, just rather various groups of people settled there. 30,000 years ago. That's nothing. Well, it's quite long, isn't it? Well, not really in the grand scheme of things. Think about your life. Yeah. You're 30. Yeah. Times that by however many t- you times yeah, it. Yeah, but like, you talk about dinosaurs and stuff and all that jazz, you know? For Christ and that. Well, talking of Christ. Um, <laughs> after researching that, I got into a little Google black hole of questions. And Don't just talk about Christ like that. Kept on clicking on the next one. So, um, who hmm. named the Earth? Charles Earth. That's not right, though. <laughs> <laughs> who named the Earth? I you don't think know. about it. Like, who who called Earth the Earth? Well, who's got that title? Probably the guy who named Jupiter Jupiter. Who's that then? Philip Jupiter. No, it isn't, Craig. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's a cross between a German and English meaning ground. It is the only planet that wasn't named after a Greek or Roman god or goddess. There's no answer for who who named the Earth Earth. Is there? No answer. Madness. Then I was like, okay, well, who named God God then? <laughs> so um, we may not be religious on this podcast, but if you have the answer, please send it to kingin100.gmail.com. Do you know God is dog spelled backwards? Of course, yeah. So maybe God is a dog. Uh, In your ideal world it, world, it would be, wouldn't it? Well, my ideal world, I'd like to cuddle God. <laughs> and I hope he hasn't got saggy boobs and wasn't bitten by a donkey. But supposedly it was an Israelite, like a mate of Moses's or something. <laughs> Mosai's mate. Mosai's mate. But if you know, <laughs> give us an email. Okay, one last question. That's got absolutely nothing to do with anything that we've ever talked about. <laughs> Go on. How many mosquitoes would it take, I just found this fascinating, if each one only sucked once to completely drain the average human of their blood? That's a disgusting question. But it's it's interesting though, isn't it? 35 million. Now, have you thought about that? Yeah, what's the answer? Uh, 1.2 million. Oh, I was close. One sucky. I thought you said 35 people. Dead. That's mad, isn't it? It's it's very strange. Does it... When I tell you that, do you think of somebody's body with loads of mosquitoes on it? Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, me too. It's weird, No, I actually... Are they naked? I, <laughs> no, I actually had a thought of um, one person with their arm out next to, like, a little conveyor belt, and all the mosquitoes are queuing up. So it was like a queue of a mil- 1.2 million. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got all day. <laughs> <laughs> but he's only got one spot, you know. No, we, no, I, I honestly picture like a naked person, but I don't picture their private parts. I just the outline, you, you know. Bloody pervert. Uh, with the mosquitoes all over him, which that's is disgusting. terrifying. That's, terrifying. I don't. That's the worst thought ever. And uh, that's back time with Amy B. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys, for for backing us. Yeah. 
um, with this podcast, leaving reviews. We've shot up the charts. Did you know that? Yes, I did. We actually got to number one. I think I told you this before. Stop but, uh, it, again. number one. Got to number one in uh, the UK for travel and places. For about three and a half minutes. No, it was about three days. It happened though. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We're sitting about number eight now. That's not bad. Actually. Yeah. What? And what does this mean? Well, we, we are eighth in the world. No, no, no. Oh. We're eighth in the UK <laughs> yeah. for travel and places. So a podcast, if you're a podcast, if you set up a podcast, you put yourself in a category. Yeah. So we're traveling places. Amazing. And that's where we're sat. How so many is there? Nine? <laughs> twelve. <laughs> is it twelve? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, there's probably hundreds. But oh. I think it goes off downloads. And because you guys have been streaming on Spotify and downloading it on all the rest of the stuff, yeah, we've shot up the rank. So cheers, lads. Why aren't we making loads of money? Can you please? Well, we haven't got a sponsor yet, but we have reached <gasps> out to a company who potentially is going to change our podcasting game forever. Amazing. I'm excited. Yeah, so we're just waiting on some new gear. Oh, yeah. So just throwing it out there while we're on the topic. If you work for a company and they want to sponsor a podcast, that goes out to loads of people in the UK. No, no, wait there. Eight. Oh. If they want to sponsor a top 10 in the UK podcast. Shit, you mean. mate. I mean, aha. Obviously, I haven't got the uh-huh. gift of the gab if I... <laughs> I haven't got an answer. You wouldn't sell a billion stars hotel to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we are looking for sponsors. Um, Yeah, we haven't reached out to anyone yet, though, have we? We keep saying it, but we've we've just been so busy. But we haven't done anything. I know there's lots to do. We juggle a lot. A lot of people just think we just sit around. I know I do watch a bit of Netflix, but that's on my downtime. But we're working on a few projects behind the scenes, which are top top secret at the moment. Yeah, and they're going to be epic. So um. We will let you know about them as soon as we get a bit further with them. Mm, and fingers crossed, like travel comes back on the card sometime soon, because mm. it'd be lovely to go. It would, yeah. So let's see what happens with this um, naughty C word. Yeah. And um, stay safe out there, lads. Hope yeah. this has brightened your day. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last podcast, but we have actually got a brand new King in It newsletter. So I'll put the link in the description so you can see it on Spotify and the rest. Just all things lovely and yeah. happy and kinging it and just maybe give you a bit of motivation just about life in general. Yeah. So there's jokes, there's like book recommendations, um, fitness recommendations. It's like top advice from, from like a well-known travel vlogger Yeah. in the UK called uh, Captain B. Is that your pitch, is it? Your sales pitch? Shh. <laughs> Sell it to me, go. Um, Sell me this pen. Uh, once when I was in Northern Ireland, I went on a night out. I got really drunk and someone gave me a pen to stick down my throat so I was sick and it worked. <laughs> and I felt so good. If I didn't have that pen, I wouldn't have felt good. You need a pen. <laughs> I don't feel sick. You never know when it might happen. If you go to India, chances are... You may feel Mummy, you said you were born in India. I don't think you were, mate. <laughs> I haven't been taught. My father wasn't Indian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, till next time, lads. One, two, three, bye! bye.